Today is April the 20th, Tuesday. I am your host, Casey Phoenix, and this is my daily thought. I had to pause for a second because there was an update on my phone, and the way the setup is now with the recording and the lighting and everything else is it's different. And I was looking at the way it was doing something, and I'm adjusting. This is my first time recording with the new setup. So that's what's going on with that. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? ENT. I mentioned that from the episode I pre-recorded. Even though I uploaded it yesterday, I pre-recorded the episode on Saturday. Because for those who have been listening to the podcast, you know that I've been having throat issues and sinus issues as well. So still dealing with that. The ENT, my preferred ENT that I would like to see, is not available until June. He is booked for the rest of April, all of May, and is not available until the beginning of June. So, yeah, I may look for a an alternate ENT, a substitute, I guess you could say. During the meantime, that's kind of what I'm doing. Also, I'm on a waiting list as well if he has any cancellations or appointments that come available before June, then hopefully I'll get moved up in the list. I'm I'm dealing with that and balancing with my voice. Also, I'm balancing with my sleep because I'm realizing that my crazy sleep patterns are also affecting my stamina It is what it's doing. So I'm going to try something new with sleep tonight. Instead of my usual thing with sleep. I'm going to do that. Oh, what else has been going on? I'm almost done with a side project. There are several side projects going on. I'm almost done with it. I changed my mind on it at the last minute. So you will see what it is more than likely by next week. I will be able to tell you what it is by next week. Uh, trying to think any other announcements before I go into this. Oh yeah, kirwkc.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, and several other podcasting platforms. Thank you to everyone who has been taking the time to listen to my podcast. I, I sincerely appreciate that. If I say anything that you like and that you enjoy. If you're not subscribed, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're able to like, don't forget to like. And if you're able to share, sharing is caring. For that. Now for the daily thought. This isn't going to be that long. And strangely, I literally just finished brushing my teeth like about 15 minutes ago. So, and and then I'm talking about this. But with bad breath in a relationship can that's that's the question can bad breath ruin <laughs> a relationship can bad breath ruin a relationship um i think everything is on a case by case basis that's what i believe i also believe that love has to be present if it will last. 
I've read there it's kind of interesting I read like comments and stuff because I use a special type of toothpaste because I don't like using regular toothpaste because they have all that extra stuff in it so I use a special type of toothpaste and when I was reading the comments about this particular toothpaste and this mouthwash I was hearing stories via reading that some people had been fighting with you know bad breath all their lives and this toothpaste helped them out or in their marriage they, they're like I can finally kiss my spouse again and all types of stuff and I believe like with bad breath it it can be a it can be a number of different things. It can't just be, oh, well, somebody doesn't brush their teeth. It can be a whole lot more than that when it comes to it. So I can tell you, there was this one person that I dated and they had bad breath. It was due to, and for those who are watching instead of listening, I'm multitasking. It was due to an issue with their tooth. One of their um, their tooth, I guess, it, it traps food, and then the food doesn't get all the way out, or it never got all the way out, if, if I'm articulating this correctly. And because of that, it would create, you know, an odor because there wasn't a way to fully get it out because the tooth was still there. Obviously, the tooth had not been pulled. And it was a... It was a thing of... It was a thing of an ongoing issue, is what it was. It was an ongoing issue. And certain things worked. There was this amazing spray I discovered. This, this was like, when was this? This was 2005, I think. Either 2005 or, two, or 2006. I want to say 2005. I had discovered this spray. It was at one of these natural food stores. And the spray, you just spray it. It was a mouth spray, but it had like aloe in it and, and something else. But it, it worked really, really well. But it was only temporary. That's the thing that kind of, it, it was kind of like, eh. It was only temporary. So, that situation didn't work out as well as one would have liked. And, I, and that's the person that I was dealing with. You know, for me, I've dealt with something a little bit similar 
in my, oh, yeah, on my left side in my back, upper back tooth, it's broken. This is what happens when you eat a lot of candy. Uh, when I used to work in a call center back a long time ago, and I've never really been a, a candy person, but they would pass around candy all the time, and I'm not blaming them. That's, you know, we, we all have free will, so I'm not blaming them for me eating the candy that they put in front of me. I have free will to say no. But the candy had ruined my back teeth is what had happened. And my right wisdom tooth, I, I had that pulled back a few years ago, probably about four or five years ago, give or take. And my other wisdom tooth is the one that cracked, which is on the left side. It had cracked. Because of that, I always get paranoid when it comes to my breath. And I remember somebody I was dating at the time, I said... Because, you know, he liked to kiss a lot. And I was like, ugh, I don't know. I'm kind of funny about that. And I was just like, no, I'm afraid my breath will smell, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, no, I would tell you if your breath smells. He's like, your breath is fine. So I don't know if I credit that to the toothpaste or what. And actually, one of my friends asked me, he's like, how do you get your teeth so white? And I'm like, my teeth are not that white. Um, all I do is brush them. I brush my teeth usually two to three times a day. And, you know, that's it. That's, that's what I do. There isn't anything extra that, that I do. But because of my paranoia, I'm not quick to kiss anyone. However, people usually want to kiss me because people say I have nice lips. So yeah, and these are all natural. They're, even though I live in Los Angeles, I have not had any work done. And I don't plan on having any work done. These lips are all natural. Um, I just, I'm not really that much of a kisser anymore. So that's another thing too, where... If I was dating someone with bad breath, I don't know if it would be that huge of a deal. It would be a thing where if I could smell it across the room type stuff, where let's say, you know, I'm in the kitchen and they're in the den and then they start talking and I can smell their breath, then yeah, that would probably be an issue. But if we're only within like a foot or two of each other, and something's going on. And also, this is the other thing too. Sometimes it's only temporary. Some people have off days. Just like, you know, when people get out of bed, they don't get out of bed camera ready. They don't wake up like that. Maybe at the time that you're having an interaction with someone, they may have bad breath at that time. But is it something that is consistent? And also, things can 
play a role with that where if people aren't hydrated that can play a role because obviously you need to keep your mouth hydrated to keep the healthy bacteria and all that stuff so it's it's fighting everything in your mouth but I I don't see it being a huge issue if one you're in love like my ex that I still deal with on and on you know on and off his breath is not always perfect and that's fine because I've been in love with him so and even when we were in a relationship if it wasn't perfect I just I didn't care it was like I don't have to kiss him all the time or anything like that. And even if I did, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Plus, if it became somewhat of a big deal, then we would explore options, which is what you can do. You can find what toothpaste works best, best for you. Because some people get these toothpaste, and it's like, why are you using this toothpaste when it doesn't really do anything? That's why I'm funny about toothpaste. I feel like toothpaste, certain ones, I'm not going to call any names for legal reasons, but certain brands of toothpaste, I feel like they're garbage, like straight up garbage. And they're very, very popular brands of toothpaste. And I, I'll be honest, if they were like, hey, we want you to be a spokesperson for this toothpaste, if it was one of those brands, I'd be like, nah, miss me with that. Because I my heart wouldn't be in it. But again, it's one of those things where everything is on a case-by-case basis. Some people have what's known as halitosis, where it's, it's more of a medical condition. And there isn't a whole lot that they can do about it. And if there isn't, then all you can do is work within the boundaries of what you're dealing with and and do that. But no, for me personally, I don't believe bad breath can ruin a relationship. I, I don't. But again, everything is on a case-by-case basis. You have to determine, is there love involved? You have to decide, oh, well, is this just the every now and then thing? Whereas every blue moon? Or is this an all the time thing? Or is it bad, bad, where you can smell it in a totally different room? Or is it just, oh, well, you have to be at least within a foot or two of someone. But, yeah. I don't, I just don't. I wouldn't want to completely shut the door on someone unless I knew the whole situation. And also, they would have to have other attributes. They would have to have a lot of good attributes that outweigh. Just like with the person who I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. With his situation, he, for me, was not trustworthy. And because of that, 
that was one of the things that I added on to, okay, well, I'm already dealing with this situation with the breath. I have to deal with the breath and someone who's not trustworthy. You know, so when you weigh the pros and the cons and all of that stuff, that's a another way you have to look at it. It's like if you have an amazing person that they just, you know, they, they make your heart go pitter-patter. You, they, they make you feel wonderful inside. And you know that they're a good individual. They treat you right. They're honest. They love you the way you need to be loved, if love is involved, or like you the way you need to be liked. Then you... And again, I'm, I'm not medically licensed or anything like that. This is just me offering my opinion. This is an opinion show. You don't want to be so quick to just throw them away because what if you throw them away and they have all of these amazing attributes and it doesn't matter if you're male, female, black, white, you know, Latin, Asian, gay, straight, bi, tri, I don't care, whatever. You throw this individual away because of this one thing but they had a long list of attributes that were so amazing but then you get someone else where their breath is good and now they might lie all the time or they're not employed or you can't take them home to your parents or you know, you can't go home to their parents. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's all of these other things that you have to take into consideration. And I'm not saying that the dating pool is small. I mean, there's over 8 billion people on this planet. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. So let's make that clear. It's just a point of with anything in life, how bad do you want to search? How bad do you want to pursue whatever the goal is that you're pursuing? If the goal is a good man or a good woman, how far are you willing to go to pursue that goal? Some people go further than others. So it's one of those things. But you don't want to cast someone off the island and then get someone else and okay yeah their breath is good but they don't know how to cook okay <laughs> so in in not saying that not knowing how to cook is a horrible thing because there are people who don't know how to cook but also people who don't know how to cook might have other attributes they might be really good with money they might um, be very faithful very loyal so everything is it's, it's about pros and cons and in the long term, in the long term, can you really see yourself kissing someone, like really kissing? I mean, a little peck on the cheek, peck on the lips or something like that. But I mean, I'm talking about the stuff that you see in movies, like really kissing someone when you're like 60, 70, 80, 90 years old, if you're growing old with someone, could you imagine your grandparents 
just seeing each other. They're like in their 70s or whatever. And then all of a sudden they just start going at it. Like, come on. Really? More than likely, again, this is just my opinion. I don't see that happening. So if you're thinking about the long term, okay, in the short term, yeah, there might be some discomfort. In the long term, you may not even be kissing this person that much anyway. And also, don't forget, as our lives change, so do our knees and so do our bodies. Where someone's breath may smell good the first part, but as they get older, their body may change, Their because body chemistry changes as you get older. And their breath may start to smell bad when they hit their 50s or their 60s. Are you just going to leave because of that? So, I'm just throwing it out there. Everything's on a case-by-case basis. But my... My... Thought, my opinion, is that no, I don't believe bad breath can ruin relationships and talking about romantic family relationships, friendships that's a whole nother thing I'm not even sure if I want to go into that we're already at 21 minutes Um, friendships your friends will tell you usually if your breath smells me, I won't say anything unless I see it is a constant if it's something like every time I see a friend and I'm noticing it's off every single time, then I'll, I'll tell someone, just like one of my co-workers back in the day, um, I had to tell her that her feet smelled because when she would wear sandals in the office and I would be sitting near her and I, I let it go by a few days at first, but then I was like, okay, I got to tell her, you know, and she was cool. She was cool. I liked her a lot. And I told her, I was like, hey, um, I'm not sure what you want to do with your sandals when you wear them, but you might want to consider getting like some laundry detergent and just scrubbing the bottom of it, you know, not the bottom of the sandal, but the part that you put your foot on, that part of the sandal, just scrub it lightly and, and do that to help neutralize some of the smell. And then once I said that, she saw where I was coming from. And then in addition to that, she also thanked me for telling her that I did smell her um, sandals, her her feet. But I believe it might have been more in the sandals itself. Could have been her her feet. Regardless, I smelled something and I, I eventually told her because that's what friends do. So, yeah, I think that's all I have. Anyways... KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Thank you again to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Until next time, be blessed.